I'm Jeff. I'm John. So this being our first episode, I feel we need to um, sort of describe what this podcast may or may not be about. It may not be about anything, or it may be about a whole bunch of stuff. So we'll sort of see. Uh, the, the name sort of came from, we all work in a shop, and the conversations that take place at work, whether it be office, shop, kitchen, or whatever, everyone has kind of work conversations. So we've taken that concept and sort of run with it, and that's the premise for this podcast. Conversations that take place at work, maybe not at work, but guy conversations, man cave chronicles, I don't know, something along those lines. What do you think, John? A whole lot of ranting. That's really what I'm talking about. Because, uh, you know, when you spend 40-plus hours a week in the shop, and a whole lot of just stupid questions, trivial questions come up, and I'm always curious about things. I don't profess to know everything. Um, and uh, I think uh, this will be fun. We'll uh, explore some topics that uh, you or I do not know about, and we'll, we'll see how far we get. <laughs> You know, that's the idea uh, behind this. Uh, we don't claim to be um, experts on anything that we talk about. We're just average Joes who have opinions, and maybe you would agree with them or not agree with them or think that our opinions are dumb, but that's, that's okay too. So that's sort of the premise behind the show. Uh, we'll see where it goes. We're looking to do this weekly. So it could be current events, could be things that happen in our life, things that are affecting us in the day-to-day -day life, be it at work, be it at home, be it on the highway so there's that's sort of where we're going and uh i think i'm just going to go ahead and tread delicately and jump in there with both feet because uh johnny or jonathan john goes by many names uh has sort of taken an interest in hunting here lately <laughs> I, gu I guess that's the right word right interest uh, that is yeah it is it is quite an interest but it sort of escalated from, like, wanting to own a weapon just for the sake of owning a weapon. Oh, it's, it's been an evolution, man. Um, I, I am 41 years old now, and just literally three months ago, four months ago, I, I, got, a, I got a handgun. <clears throat> and that evolved from my cousin wanting to give me one of his, uh, but he lives in Nevada. And, uh, oh my gosh, what an ordeal that was trying to figure out how to, uh, get a gun transferred over to me, you know, and, uh, after so many visits, uh, to a gun store, figured out that none of the guns that he has is California legal. So, oh, really? Yeah. So at that point, you know, it was probably what, two weeks in of investigating and, I really had not been open to having a gun because I always thought I'd just be stupid enough to shoot myself in the foot because <laughs> that's just, you know, I don't know, the ignorance, you know, uneducation, whatever. Um, so by the time I figured out that that just wasn't happening, I was already kind of like settled with getting a gun. <laughs> and so... Uh, yeah, found one for 350 bucks, you know, and like, whoa, this costs less than a bike. And that's where, like, this is easy. All right, let's do this. And then right then and there, as soon as, uh, you know, you, you, you get the gun and everyone says you can't just have one, 
um, I'm thinking, wait a minute, hold on. One of my lifelong dreams is to go hunting, right? And, and now I have some ability. So um, there's more to that, but uh, that, that's, that's how it started. And so you never grew up hunting? No. Fishing? Uh, not really. No, yeah. no. It's, but so, um, what's funny really is like, I mean, I, I grew up in, in like Baldwin Park, South Pasadena and Diamond Bar. And that was, that's for me, it's urban, you know, well, yeah. I know it's suburbs, but it's city still, you know? Um, and at that point, you know, you're just, you're, you're, you're playing on concrete. You're, you're playing, you know, basketball, stuff like that. There's no woods. You're not chasing salamanders anywhere, <laughs> you know, in that in those areas. So, I mean, so I discovered mountain biking, um, geez, what, uh, my freshman year of high school, you know, and that was through my brother's friend, you know, and he took me out, and so just... I was not accustomed to anything that had dirt and woods and trees involved. Yeah. Yeah. So no, no, no running in the woods, playing hide and seek in the woods, jumping creeks, dragonfly hunting, anything like that. I, I just saw that on TV, man. I, that was it. Really? Yeah. I had no clue. Like I hadn't gone camping. I hadn't gone camping uh, until I was 18 years old. Like high school or college. Uh, well, right after high school. Yeah. Never. And and even then, I mean, that was uh, beach camping. But, like, I've never, like, went out of town to go on a so-called, anything called a camping trip. Yeah. No. So the camping, I know we're segueing off to another subject, but so the camping and everything that you're doing now, like the backpacking, that we, that's all new? Relatively new? For, yeah, yeah. I mean, so when, when I discovered, you know, I guess, you know, we call I, I like to call it car camping, even though everyone's like, it's you're camping. Yeah. Right? You're just driving to it in a yeah, car. Yeah, versus backpacking. And so um, so when I discovered camping, and I know it's like, man, how often can I go camping? Um, but now the evolution of things is, okay, backpacking, mountain biking hunting, all that outdoorsy stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. Trying to, and trying to tie it all in together to one activity. That's the fun part. <laughs> That's what's getting crazy, yo. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> there's a lot to say about this. There really is. But, I mean, if, 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 if we were at least just to say about, about the hunting, it's the fact that, you know, again, I, I was not used to anything – guns or anything like that again you if anything you heard about guns is the fact that you know in the neighborhood you know the gangs would be there and yeah he had a gun like that's that's the context i'm coming from mm -hmm. versus now i have a gun for for hunting right yeah. you know and do i really need one for self-defense well who's to say but fine i have one so i can self-defend you know in my own home if i had to um but Hunting is going to be the true application, I think. That's going to be a fun one. Yeah. So, and 
so you, you've elevated or escalated, not as elevated, escalated. So you evolved from owning a handgun that you really didn't know how to operate, right? Right. Well, so, yeah. I mean, truth be told, I didn't know how to operate. I've gone out shooting before, and friends have helped me understand concepts of shooting. So I understood that. But after I got the handgun, Jordan from work, uh, he took me out. And we literally went through a step-by-step education, you know, hands-on training. Uh, he, t- he taught me the no's and yeses or do's or don'ts. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, he was really strict with me, you know. And I'm like, man, look what crawled up your butt, yeah. you know. But uh, he, he was ultimately um, uh, teaching me the, the, the implications, the urgency, you know. Of being safe. Of being safe. And how to operate a, yeah. a, a weapon responsibly. Yeah, yeah. So that was good. That was good, you yeah. know. So I'm good now, right? And, and, and by also taking that, taking, tearing your bike, your, not bike, tearing your gun down and cleaning it and breaking stuff. It down, breaking yeah. it down, that helps, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I would say that's kind of how it works. Oh, and then so that's annoying. The um, mm-hmm. then you got a rifle, yeah. So then you know, uh, I found some extra money. I sold hey, off. Let me know that secret, by the way. What's that? Finding extra money. That's dude, it's in your garage. <laughs> that's what it is. I'm just, I'm just recycling stuff, you know. I'm just yeah. like, I'm not using this anymore. So then I, I'm selling like old rollerblades and hockey sticks and then. Stuff that has been, you know, of my other hobbies in the past. So uh, you're selling it back to the 90s? Is that what I understand? <laughs> Rollerblades. Uh-huh. <laughs> totally, man. Yeah. Like, even baseball gloves that I don't know how to play baseball anymore. Yeah. And so, yeah. But just, I sold that stuff. And that that's, that's usually how I do stuff with even, um, you know, any of my hobbies. You know, I, I try not to come up with new money. Uh, because those are hard to find. Yeah. Uh, but well, there's old money. There's stuff laying around. And you're like, okay, you know what? What can I turn this into? Somebody's junk is another person's treasure. Totally. Right. Yeah. Yo, so, I do remember you went through that phase where you're posting everything on Facebook Marketplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was cleaning stuff out. So. So that worked pretty well. Well, yeah, it did. Cool. It did. Yeah. You know. So yeah. So I got a rifle, and it was like a. Uh, was it a Remington 783, which is like this total newbie's rifle? You know, it's got a scope on it already, and it's like less than 400 bucks, yeah. you know. Um, and that's just stupid the fact that you can own a firearm for less than 400 bucks, you know. Whereas some of these stupid bicycles are out there, you know, or six, seven thousand dollars, seven thousand yeah. dollars, entry you know? level 800, yeah, the one that, the one that won't fall right. apart, yeah, yeah. You get a bike for your kid. And it's 200, 300, 400 bucks. Yeah. And I got a, a rifle that can take down a full grown brown bear, grizzly bear, and th- 308, you know, and oh my gosh. So that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't do that with a, can't do that with a 16 inch bike, right? No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Just throw it at the bear. Yeah. I think the bear would win. So I was, yeah, I'm, I'm now a, a rifle owner. And, that's been fun because learning how to fire a rifle. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, and you've got it zeroed in, you've done the scope thing and got it. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny because Jordan and I, we went out to zero it in and it was all over the place. And so the way Jordan said it was like, you know, it's not even hitting paper. So we can't even tell what was going on, you know. No impact, no idea. Yeah, there was no idea. Um, and then a few weeks after that, um, I ended up uh, talking to one of our clients um, at work and He's like, yeah, man, I grew up around that stuff. I have a membership to the shooting range. Let's go. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so that was awesome. Yeah, that was an awesome day. We went mountain bike. We went road biking. In the morning. In the morning. And then and we went shooting sh- in the afternoon. Yeah, uh-huh. and we got that, that rifle zeroed in, and I would have – there's no way I could have ever zeroed that in by myself. There, yeah. there were so many – augmentations that you know what had to be done so you did like a battle site zero you shoot at 100 yards to get an impact and then dial it yeah in well we the... did like 25 yards i okay, guess right yeah. yeah and then went out to 100 and and then yeah so and i mean the, the you know people complain like on forums like the you know the scope's gonna get out of adjustment whatever you know through use and i'm like so far it is still zeroed in yeah and i've already done some probably not you know good stuff to the rifle you know just in your backpacking yeah uh uh-huh correct right it just gets banged around you know so one valuable thing that i I was told um at the gun store uh, i went to turner's for that one uh, was he's like it's a tool like it's okay if it gets scratched it's like you know because Yes, I've always just been around people that like they do they baby that their stuff, you know, because mm-hmm. whatever. And I just I'm like, why is it because, you know, is it because um, the gun is so fragile, you know? But I guess you just you're learning that just people just value their stuff. And well, you know, for me, like I'd rather use the stuff and have it be dirty or have it be scratched than yeah. the fact that I didn't use it at all, you know. So um, yeah, I mean, there's even. I guess, I don't know, so-called corrosion rust, you know, on the handles um, because I went hiking, I went, uh, I went hunting in the rain, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But you, you punch the, you punch the bore and clean it and keep the internals yeah. clean yeah. and all that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I've been cleaning the stuff out and whatever. Um, but well, I mean, you can't really like look inside, inside, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, but ex- externally like, okay, you know, there's scratches on the barrel and stuff like that. So, so you've been on on two hunting trips. I went on two hunting trips. If you want to call two scouting trips, two scouting trips. two trips where I tried to mimic hunting. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And so anymore, my um, my philosophy on outings is I don't wait for people because everyone's schedule is just so jacked up you know like for 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 even for us to do to meet here today like that took some conversation right yeah you know um and then you know for trips and i don't know how people go on family cruises and stuff like (laughs) that's like planning months in advance and for you know multiple people to say yes i have the time off and yes i will buy the tickets at the same time yeah as you it just the logistics of travel is crazy too. Yeah. I don't yeah. yeah. You know. So in my mind I kinda go, Okay, hey, you know what? Next month maybe I'm gonna go for 
two trips, two outings. And then really Wednesday of that week, I'll be like, okay, I guess I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go hunting and I have Friday and Saturday off, you know, I mean, and at that point, no one can react. You yeah. Know? You can't. That's true. Right. So yes. So I went and, um, uh, first time, um, was it the, it, yeah, the first time it was, it was uh, just a couple months ago, right? Yeah. And that's the one in the rain. It right? was the one in the rain. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you said it was a good trip. We started planning for that one a couple weeks in advance because my daughter was going to be on her early Easter break from college. Uh-huh. So I'm like, all right. You're you're going hunting with me, and <laughs> and then how how did she take that? Was she, she had no clue what that meant. Really? Yeah, and so because I mean at that point you know I've taken her out on backpacking trips and, uh, she said you know to, well so, so I got her accustomed to that. So I told her, hey, we're going backpacking with a gun. <laughs> you know. And, and for me, it was like, I guess, a, a shakedown, a shakedown trip. Yeah, right? shakedown cruise or... Yeah, so ultimately, the shakedown would be that I'm taking stuff out, I'm testing out how it feels to have everything on my back and, and, and carrying things and, you know, accessing it and all, stuff, yeah. all that stuff. So, you know, I'm, uh, I'm pretty good at it now with the backpacking, but then now again, you know, keeping the, the, the hunting stuff with the backpacking stuff. That's where I had to get used to it. And then it was pouring rain. It rained all weekend, right? I think. It was, I mean, well, so this was our, what, February, March, torrential, Se- th- yeah. you know, rain. Our rainy season for rainy the first season. time in, like, forever. Right, you know. So, uh, so went up to San Luis Obispo, um, county, rather, and... Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I just I did as much scouting as I could, or scouting, re- investigation research as I could on, on online, you know, with Department of Fish and Game and where they're recommending stuff or where the, uh, the wild pig populations are, you know, and it's like, all right, let's go. But yes. Okay, was... so what, what made it wild pig? Because there's no season? Yeah. So, okay, you know. I never knew anything, right, about all this. And so I'm like, yeah, I want to go hunting for deer. That's how it starts, right? right. Yeah, because yeah. that's what, what What else would you do? You go deer hunting. But then you realize... It's like three weeks out of the year or something. Yeah, right? <laughs> what the heck is going on here? Are you telling me thousands and millions of hunters in our nation are like, ooh, I can't wait for four weeks out of the year to go deer hunting and the other 11 months what are you doing you going bowling what are you doing well my my folks live in missouri they do a lot of hunting out there so you know every so there's a different season all the time like right now Uh april 15th tax day turkey season started so you can go hunting turkeys it seems kind of weird to hunt turkeys in the spring, right? Because you always think about that as Thanksgiving. So obviously the pilgrims hunted out of season. So uh, and then deer season is like in the summer? Uh, fall. Fall. Fall, okay. which is after their rut or something. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because they, they start wanting to mate yeah. in the fall. And then after that, then that's when you could shoot off the males. 
It's pretty sad. Control the population. Yeah. Yeah. So that got stupid. I'm like, wait a minute. I don't want to go hunting for only four weeks. I want to go hunting. Yeah. And at the same time, like turkey, well, now I guess you need a shotgun. That's, you know. Well, I know that turkey has a couple of seasons. There's turkey mm-hmm. you can hunt with a with an arrow. That's yeah. a different season. You can hunt with a rifle. You can hunt with a muzzle loader. Yeah. So there's, yeah. you know. But which rifle? A shotgun rifle. You don't really go with a. a 308, yeah. You wouldn't have any turkey left. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right? And right now, like, I can't be going buying all, you know, the different these weapons. Different, yeah, yeah. Then I'm going to turn into a madman and broke, you know. <laughs> so at my this garage, point. My garage isn't that big. Yeah. I don't have that much stuff. You know. So I, I just, I, you know, I'm, I own one rifle right now. So that's yeah. it. That's all I want. Yeah. So what do I use with that? And then so I figured out that it's open season. No, it's year round for wild pig. Which is evident in Northern California. Yeah. Yeah. The San Luis Obispo area, right? So or- it starts up there. Well, Santa Barbara. Okay. As there have been, was it? Um, you, okay. So in this whole process of hunting, right, you have to get your hunting license and you have to buy tags. And whenever you catch one or kill one, you have to then report your tag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then that's what they use for statistics. Is to know how many pigs or whatever. Yeah, they, right, they right. Uh-huh. And then so the last statistic that was kind of ev- was is, is evident on the Fish and Game website is like from 2012 or something. And that was where the lowest that they had pig population was um, in Santa Barbara. Because down here in um, SoCal, they, uh, the, uh, one of the government organizations... Uh, went on a campaign to wipe out the pig population in the Ortegas and San Diego County. Yeah. So then that was it. Yeah. You know. And so there's none down here. There's then. none down here. Like they literally, because I mean, pigs are, wild pigs are an, an, considered an infestation. Yeah. They're um, a nuisance. They're, right? they're a nuisance. Right. Um, they're not part of the domestic, you know, whatever. Uh, Ecosystem or. Yeah. Uh-huh indigenous species to yeah. the area that they there are no uh there are no they're at the top of the food chain it cut in in a sense yeah like right? no known predators down correct, in this area right, so right. they can it's I'm like sh- a weed they can just go uncontrolled correct right and they're mating like there's no tomorrow yeah so because i think we, you know we're more populated down here in socal um they wipe them out so now it's just me traveling up north and san luis obispo county is kind of the start of it but monterey county is where they're really at yeah, and are they they're kind of running around up there unabated, right? They're like, well, so I don't, I still don't know enough to profess statements, but the idea there is that um, there's still good private land up there, and public land access is there better than what's in SoCal. The pigs are invading the agricultural private land, and that's what farmers are trying to control, you know, and uh, there are some, you know, was it outdoor guides, Uh you know, that will take you hunting, take you hunting, you obviously pay them buku bucks. But because they have permission to go on these private on lands. On the private lands, right. Yeah. And, and that's 
that's where the fun is. Um, I'm too poor for that, so I'm doing public land and figuring out, you know, where where parts of the national forest you, uh, they're evident. So, yeah, that's been my trip. The San Luis Obispo County, rain, took my daughter. It was torrential, thunderstorms, lightning, the crack of thunder was crazy. Like, when you're in your house, there's drywall that's protecting you. Yeah, it's sort of insulating you. Yeah, but a one millimeter thick of fiber, good lord. And when you're outside and the lightning strikes, you don't realize how bright it is. Oh, dude. How bright a lightning flash is. Insane. Yeah. But so fun. Yes, right? Oh, my gosh. Super cool. Yeah, yeah. Now that now that you didn't get struck and everything. Uh, now that didn't get struck. Hindsight being twenty twenty was a lot of fun. Yay, had a good time. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't think it was ever scary per yeah. se. Um, but when you're just part of it and you're 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 now participant of nature, you're like, okay. Yeah. This this is serious. <laughs> wow. So. And the daughter, she enjoyed it. She had fun. Uh, yeah, I would say so. I mean. Uh, you know, you have to ask her how yeah. how that turned out. But I it's, guess you'll know the next it's time one you of those memorable camping, experiences, right? right? You know, and somewhere. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I've been I've been um, watching Stephen Ranella's Meat Eater on Netflix. You know, uh-huh. and he's got his own podcast too, and all that stuff. You know, but there was one episode that he's like, yeah, you know, when when it, it, they were in the rain also, and uh, he said, uh, you know, it's it's these sucky times you know that are most memorable when, when it's just like a horrible experience when you're out you know in nature and 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 the, 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 that's what you talk about for years to come yeah you know whereas you know uh, uh, if you went on a roller coaster you know in two years three years you're not like Oh, dude, do you remember how awesome that roller coaster was? Right, but the camping in the rain or the snow. Right, right. Or... Uh-huh. So the better story is, uh, do you remember when it freaking rained on us for yeah, four for, days? For four and, days, yeah. And we thought we were going to die. And, well, wow, that was a freaking sucky trip. And how awesome was that? Yeah, it seems like anybody can camp when it's sunny and pretty at the beach. And no one really wants to talk about that. But the, yeah. the shittier it gets, it seems like... Yeah, it it does embed in your memory a little oh, yeah, more, gives yeah, you more yeah. things to like dwell on or bring back. Yeah, I think both of us are forever going to remember that trip just because of just how wet it was. Yeah, and fun. I mean, I mean, you at the time you may think you're miserable because I remember being in situations like you're like, man, this situation sucks. Oh yeah, it's it, yeah, we haven't yeah. seen sunlight in four days. The wind's <laughs> blowing. Yeah. Your ankles are knee deep, you know, uh-huh. knee deep in water, and it's like when it's all said and done, it's like, yeah. well, yeah. that's what made it different. Yeah, and yeah. I went um, uh, the night before because I was in denial that it was going to keep raining. I, I ended up going to Walmart and picking up those uh, the frog togs, uh-huh. the frog tog uh, 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 pants and 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 po- uh, hoodie, whatever. And dude, that's like wearing an umbrella. Yeah. And at that point, it didn't matter that it was raining. Like, yeah, you're in the elements, but you were completely protected. Yeah. So is that the trip that you were on where you actually first saw wild pig no, trails? No, no. Oh, well, 
I thought I did. I think oh. I did, but I, I still didn't know, right? Okay. Um. So I, I saw, you know how like they, what is it? They, uh, they dig up the dirt, you know, right. to whatever. And so we saw that on a one, on one, um, hill, whatever, t- top of the hill, and and it's um, it gave me some clues, but I, I don't think I knew what I was looking at. So yeah. I'm probably gonna go up there again because I have a feeling that that's the stuff that I saw. Uh, but no, I, there was no pig sighting whatsoever. It was my second trip that I, I actually saw a pig. So I'm looking at pictures. Those things aren't attractive looking. Okay, so you're like, you know, you're Mr. Chef guy here. And I keep asking you, um, you know, you're going to help me cook one of these puppies, right? Well, yeah, I'm, that's, that's I'm going to slaughter it or whatever. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gut it and then I'm going to quarter it and we're going to bring it home. But... I mean, one of these size pigs that we're going to end up trying to do, hopefully it's small enough that we can just cook it whole, you said about burning off the hairs. That's a, that's a lot of hair. I wa- that's what I personally didn't realize. I mean, versus every, a pig. Every wild board that I've got in has already been fabricated and then we butcher it down uh-huh. smaller. These things are as hairy as dogs. They're hairy. So I don't think, well, then again, you've seen dogs get all torched up you yeah. know in those like those whatever china you know dog slaughterhouse places or whatever so um who's to say that you couldn't get all the hair off and cook it like a roasted pig thing yeah that would be but otherwise you got to skin that sucker right we yeah just, and we just got to we're gonna eat the meat and not the skin right yeah no chicharrones on that one i don't think so yeah it's different, different. yeah yeah but you imagine mounting one of those heads? I mean, yeah. that's ugly. Yeah. I don't know if I want one in my, in my house, a taxidermy head. No, I don't. Yeah, that's not an attraction. Right, like a ram or sheep, you know, like those are cool. <laughs> but this one, like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna die just walking around the corner and seeing a head sticking out. Yeah. Yeah. But they're huge, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've seen I've seen video. I'm actually just looking at a picture now. There, it's a different looking animal, right? To, to be, uh-huh. to be 100 honest. So, so you're now just kind of in a waiting pattern um, to go back up north. Uh, yeah, yeah. I um I have plans to go up next month. Uh, my, the 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 license um, expires um, in two months. At, you know, June 30th, whatever. Yeah, they do July one through June June thirty. Oh, so it's so you bought it and it only goes yeah. whenever you buy it. It you have to it. Yeah, they, autom- it, dude. I mean, f- f- uh, fishing license. Fishing license is January one through December thirty one. Okay. And if you buy it in November one, you only have two, two months. Two months. Okay. Right. Oh, I wasn't aware yeah, of that. So yeah. I thought it's like it was good. For oh, I know, right? It would be awesome. A calendar if, month, a calendar year from yeah, when you bought it. Totally. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. That's how. But somehow. You know, again, fish, the, fishing game, they're, f- they're figuring out how to make revenue and they want to keep things simple, I guess. So, yeah. So, yeah. So I got two more months. What about your tags? Do they expire? Yeah. Tires expire. Tags expire on the same time. Okay. Um, and uh, so I have two tags, you know, they're, you know, 22 bucks a pig, you know. Um, so I need to go find two pigs in the next two months. Two months. Two months. To get the forty-four dollar reward. Yeah, <laughs> right. And but, and but 
remember you know so so i like to think i like to think economically as much as i also waste money yeah but so 22 bucks um an average pig how, how much how much do you think an average pig weighs one 160 yeah was... that's quite a specific number you have there <laughs> i was thinking maybe like 150 200 pounds yeah you know but let's just pick even a hundred pound pig okay hundred pound pig so at the store they're like what four, four or five bucks. Four or five pound? bucks a pound. Right. Yeah. So, e- even at four dollars a pound, you buy a hundred pounds of pig. That's, that's four hundred bucks. Four hundred bucks. Yeah. Four hundred bucks. So I just have a tag for twenty two bucks. So, okay, now the the gas money to get up there. <laughs> yeah, because your vehicle is not that economically well, friendly. Well, so I have to. I'm figuring out which car to take. Right. You know, yeah. do I take do I take the FJ Cruiser? Uh, do I take the Honda Civic, you know? And some of these, I you know, I, I may not need. We well, know there's road. FJ Cruiser websites that would really love to have a picture of your FJ Cruiser with a pig strapped across it. Oh, dude. So that'd be awesome. I dude. don't know if there's Honda Civic. There should be Honda Civic forums <laughs> with the pig. Honda Civic hunting sites? Yeah. yeah. You look, know. At, look, at my, look at my hunting vehicle. Yeah. We can get with Vince and talk about the overlanding in uh-huh. the Honda Civic. Right? So that would be, exactly. that'd be great. But, yeah, the economics are there. Now, you know, just the other week or something, uh, my other friends were making fun of me because of how much money is going to be spent in order to catch a pig, you know, not including the, the, the $22 tag, you know. Yeah, so when you add up the three fifty for the rifle, mm-hmm. the uh, hunting license. Uh, yeah, 48, you know, for, yeah, 48 bucks for the hunting license, the uh, 22 bucks for the pig tag. And then let's just say a hundred bucks around. Ooh, maybe more. No, it was What's like a hundred bucks on route it, more than gas. It, so I took the FJ that first time. Well, actually, no, no, no. Both times I've taken the FJ, and those are uh, those are that was about four hundred miles, three, 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 four hundred miles, and let's just call it three hundred miles, and that's fifteen miles per gallon. So, so that's roughly twenty gallons. Twenty gallons. Yeah. Right. For one way? One way, right? One way. Well, you said 300 miles. 300 miles one way? Three, about 300 miles one way, yeah. Okay, so 300, and you got 15 miles to the gallon? Yeah. So, yeah, 20 gallons, so we'll do uh, times two. Yeah. So that's 40 gallons, uh-huh. and right now gas is $4. Yeah, well, so it was three fifty. let let's just be honest, right? So that's 160 in gas. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I didn't mean to bring it up, so... <laughs> that- <laughs> 350 in a rifle. We got yeah. 100 in license and fees, uh-huh. and then about yeah. 150 yeah. in gas. So that $5 a pound is not looking too hey, bad. Hey, you right know now. what? The 29 cents for Top Ramen, okay? So you know, you're hun- I, so you're making up for I, it on I, the on the back end with the hunting food or yeah, the camp food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the same thing with like home brewing. Everyone talks about. I don't. You don't get into home brewing to save money. Oh. Because I mean, it. I think hobbies in general. Is French for spends a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Every hobby that you do takes some kind of money, whether it be a drones, photography, bike riding, yeah, videography, right. sound engineering, whatever. Uh, all of the, all of those things require money, and I just don't know how. Well, yeah, right. So then, like, so backpacking, right? Yeah. There's that fun that funny joke thing. Like, uh, you spend thousands of dollars to act like a homeless. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's crazy, but um, 
I lost my train of thought. Yeah, so hobbies, no matter what you do, mm-hmm. cost money. So you do it because it's fun. Totally. And then you, if you try to make it economically feasible, uh-huh. then you can really beat yourself up by all the investment that it has right, yeah. into that. Right, right, so, right. Well, no, so, I mean, go back to, to basics. I've, I've been backpacking for the last two years, right? right? You helped me get into that. And we figured out a, a, a economic way for me to do it even though my wife might argue it wasn't economic, <laughs> you know, but uh, we figured that out. And, and yeah, man, like, you, you know, I have all my gear now. Um, so now I'm just going. It doesn't cost me anything. anything except gas money again. Yeah. You know, but we can still go uh, backpacking around here. Right. Right. I mean, I'm, we're 20 minutes away from you know, Tanaha Falls, you know, um, Sighton was Sitton Peak, you know. Yeah, exactly. And so the Cleveland National Forest is right there. So I go backpacking, take my dog, cost me 29 cents for Top Ramen, and I, I will gladly eat it. That's all I eat, you know, and yeah. beef jerky or whatever, fine. I take all that stuff that's already in my pantry. Well, I have a new appreciation for the Top Ramen after that last trip we went uh, on. I can't believe you lived all your life not doing Top Ramen. My daughters did it. I just never did. But man, at two o'clock in the morning, wasn't that crazy at Joshua Tree? Uh, well, also the uh, the Mount Baldy trip when we stopped at the hut. Was that made... the first time you did it? Yeah. Oh, Joshua Tree was after that. Yeah, Joshua Tree was after oh, that. Oh, so you're already a veteran at Joshua Tree. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> no, you gotta you gotta make the broth because that's that's better than coffee. Oh uh, well, so yeah, Baldy. Oh my gosh, that's I guess another topic. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll our backpacking trips will be another day. Jeez. But um. So I think the uh, the hunting is, is going to be an evolution that's going to continue to go, and we can bring that up at, at future yeah. future podcasts and talk about your growth and how it's, it's going. It's going to be fun talking about it. I, yeah. I, I, I wish to share that. I'm a total noob, um, and there aren't any mentors, uh, hunting mentors in my life. Yeah. And uh, uh, so you're going to see the evolution of me being – Totally ignorant to so many things and how I become just awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to you for, to your first pig. For yeah. Sure. Right. I, I want to help butcher and help cook and good and reap the rewards. So good. That, that will be fun. Yeah. When that happens. Oh, yeah. So oh, I think I'm, it's only a matter of trips to get up there before you get one, though. I think so. Yeah. 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 So now that the rain is gone and I just. I, I feel good about it now. The second trip was a real good eye opener for me. I learned a lot from the second trip. Yeah, we'll, you know, we'll tackle that later on. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think I think I can bag one. Yeah, I'm hoping so. It's, but they're ugly. I'm not going to lie to you. So, well, we had we had quite a few things to on the on the agenda today. But I don't <clears throat> I don't know that we need to get all the way there. I enjoyed the hunting conversation, and I look forward to. Following up, yeah, in future future episodes of your growth as a hunter, yeah, and as a as a as a weapon or gun owner as well, uh, something like that, right? Yeah, right. So, have you been shooting lately? I did. I went. I went target practice yesterday. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And then you know, I I went looking for rattlesnakes. <laughs> yeah. That's an interesting text to get while you're at work. Anybody have a good recipe for snake? Can you eat snake? I'm asking no, for no, 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 I'm asking no, for a friend. No. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I think, was paraphrasing. Uh, there's uh, 
my friend asked me to send you guys a text message. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and it was, it was, if one was to kill a snake and wanted to eat it, how would one prepare such a thing? Asking for a friend. Right. <laughs> and I do believe that you got a, a recipe back and I, I got a recipe back. I, you know, and, uh, it's, it, yeah, I would, uh, soak the rattlesnake in buttermilk. I don't even know what buttermilk is. That's for crying out loud for 30 minutes to an hour, heat two inches of oil in a medium pan until it reaches 375 degrees. Then dredge the rattlesnake pieces in the flour, cook the rattlesnake in the oil in batches to not overcrowd the pan. Cook two to three minutes or until the pieces are golden brown. So, by the way, there's your recipe for the week, people. Yep. Rattlesnake. Rattlesnake. That's how you do it. But, uh, and then Jeff personally likes it grilled. I do like it grilled. I don't know how I'm going to eat it, but I'm going to eat it. Cause the, thing, the thing is. Why can't you eat it? it? Well, you can. It's very tasty. You just got to cut off the head. Yeah. Cut right. off the head and you skin it. Yeah. And uh, cut off the tail, save the rattles. Those, yeah, those are fun. Yeah. All right. And then I know people that when they skin them, they, you, you know, try to skin it. You can either stretch it out, make a wallet or a belt. Right. Something out of it, you know. Yeah. You, don't, you won't get enough to make a pair of boots, but you can do yeah. something with the skin. Uh, get rid of the head, gut it. And uh, I, I equate it to eating like a turkey neck. You know, you got to sort of pick the meat right off of it. I love turkey neck. If yeah. anyone knows me, oh, I know. Oh my gosh! So that'll be good, dude. And you know, after the rains. Well, at this point, it's like, why can't we just go hunting for rattlesnake? And you don't even need a gun. You just need a, a shovel, a stick, a shovel, <laughs> a stick and a rock. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't know. We'll see. To me, it's like free food. And the thing is, though, rattlesnakes hunt back, so you got to be careful. I know. Yeah, about that. So we'll, we'll cross that bridge. So, well, we're going to wrap it up for this week, guys. We thank you for joining us. And uh, join us uh, here each week with Shop Talk with Jeff and John. Um, this, this week we, we dwell, uh, uh, dipped our toe in the water of John's hunting career. And we're going to grow with him as that happens and see see where it takes us. Hopefully, in a couple episodes, we will be talking about how tasty wild boar is. Yeah, or, guy. Or rattlesnake. In that, oh, my for gosh. That matter. Um, before we go, I just want to do a quick shout out. And it's just real simple words. Cancer sucks. Cancer sucks. Cancer sucks. Hold your head up, Tim. Hang in there, bud. We're all thinking about you. Uh, that'll do it. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. All right.